boys, we are back here. Um, Bud Light Seltzer in hand. I see uh, Troy's drinking something out of a little plastic cup there. What do we got there? Yeah, we got a little uh, Bacardi 10-year. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, uh, a little delayed on the pod. Uh, we had some we had some intense gaming going on, so sorry to hold you people up. I know everyone's busy amid, uh, COVID, exactly. amid the COVID-19 outbreak. I know everyone's really busy. And, uh, I was stuck in the war really zone. Well, you guys. Yeah. Troy was stuck in Verdansk. I was in, I was in the Chell playoffs, so a little hold up, but we're back here. Uh, we don't want to make it too uh, too funny about this virus. We hope everyone's doing well. We hope everyone's staying safe, practicing their social distancing. And uh, we're going to do the opposite of social distancing here. We're going to bring you to the money. No six feet distance here between that, boys, okay? We got some prop bets. We got some prop bets. I actually have one prop bet that isn't even a bet. It's just free money, and it's for you guys to bet it. Um, I can this is the one we, we've heard for about I can lead a horse to water. Week. I cannot force it to drink. But I will give you a plus money prop that'll make you guys rich. Um, Troy, you have a prop. Foe, you have a prop. And uh, we all have some over-unders we like, too. So I think we'll dive right in. Um, we're going to go out to the lock of the year. This is what everyone's waiting for. We should have saved this for the end of the pod to keep everyone listening. But here at What's on Draft, we give you guys right up front what you need, what you want. Here's a winner. Okay. We're going to go to the Big 12. The over-under for players selected in the first round is three and a half. The over-under is plus 144. The over is plus 144. And people, it's a lock. Okay. So when I say it's a lock, what do I mean? I mean, I believe there's three players that are 100% going in the first round. Okay. If we can get three and we need to find one more, it's great value, and it's plus money, and we got to do it. Okay? Troy, do you have any Big 12 players that you think are locks to go on the first round? Um, there's definitely a couple. Um, you guys know I'm, I'm high on Kenneth Murray. Oklahoma. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. Um, he goes Kenneth Murray first. He goes Kenneth clearly, Murray first. Clearly a lock. Obviously, we're going to go back to C.D. Lamb. Um, I'm sick with uh, Oklahoma. A, there's a lock. Um, there are two right off the off the rip. I would say are definite locks. A corner you like Jeff Gladney, right? I do like Gladney. I don't think he's a lock um, by any stretch. I think he is definitely second round potential, but um, I wouldn't be shocked at all if he went in the first round. Um, in my eyes, C.D. Lamb is a lock. Kenneth Murray is a first round player. Denzel Mims is another first round receiver. Jeff Gladney's a first round quarterback. There's just a ton of guys that I think get in this first round. Jalen Rager, wide receiver, TCU. Um, Some interior defensive linemen, uh, Blacklock and Gallimore. Um, We only need four, and I think it's pretty easy to get to. And for plus money, I think it's something that you really should put a a few dollars on. I'd say say CD, Mims, uh, Blacklock, and Murray are are the four you're probably looking out for. I don't think Gallimore's going over Blacklock since they kind of play the same position. Not even Gladney? Yeah, I think Gladney's definitely late first round. <clears throat> I think a lot of teams I think a lot of teams like him. I do too. No, I, I do too. Um I think I'm saying between Gallimore and Blacklock, if you're talking about an interior defensive line, I think you're I would take Blacklock. Right, right, yeah, right. For sure. Same. Yeah. Um I have seen Gallimore mocked into the first round. Um yeah. Green Bay, Green Bay specifically a couple times. I don't know if there's just interest there or whatever, but um, it's not out of the realm of possibilities, but I would agree Blacklock um, would be the higher-rated prospect on those boards. So do you guys agree that if you can get this prop at plus I think money? At plus money, I think, it's, I think it's worth a bet. I think it's a pretty good bet. I do, too. Um, do we have another uh, conference prop, Troy? Um, I was looking at the Pac-12 okay. over-under. It's two-and-a-half right now. Um I think, I mean, obviously it's a good line. I think the over. It's a great line. I think the over um, is pretty valuable as well. Um, obviously, I think Justin Herbert is a lock. First yeah. round pick. Uh, after that, it gets a little sticky, but you have a lot of possibilities. Austin Jackson, offensive tackle. USC, I think, is a good possibility. I think Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, good possibility. And. I mean, that's three right there. Then you have a few longer shots, I think, are more second-round picks, but wouldn't be shocked at all to see them sneaking to the end of the first round. Uh, Jalen Johnson, corner, LaVisca Chenault. 
Uh, could see either of them sneaking into the back end of the first round. So I think there's value there at two and a half, too. Yeah, I think you're going to see how this is going to go early because if you have wide receivers going off the board early, you have corners going off the board early, this gives this prop some life. Um, I mean, if you get you get three or four, let's say four receivers in the top 20, I'm thinking an Ayuk or a LaVisca Chenault are going to sneak into the end of the first round with teams like Green Bay and uh, even New Orleans. They could be taking a receiver there. Right. When Troy um, saw um... – Jeremiah say Ayuk was going first round. He he was all about this prop. <laughs> exactly. You just had to you had to hammer this prop. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, that was a, you have two locks right there. Herbert Jeremiah got us to two. Jeremiah, Jeremiah said Ayuk is in the two. first. So and yeah, there's your lock. Now you need one more. You need you need one more. Austin Jackson end of the first round. And now you're putting money on an offensive tackle in the first round. It's a home run. It's a home run. It's good exactly. money. Um, I do think it's funny that none of us really are sure how to say his name. The receiver from Arizona State, Brandon. I say I say Ayuk. I heard. Like uh, 10 different ways to say it. I'm, go, I'm going Ayuk. 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 Because it makes, no... me, makes me say yuck when I see him at the top of a route. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> we can discuss that on the next pod, though, boys. <laughs> That's how I feel when Hamler drops a slot. Uh, uh, slot uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It drops. Okay. okay. So take over on the Big Ten since you just talked about KJ Hamler's uh, alma mater in Penn State. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the big uh, – I have the Big Ten here, of course. Uh, we got five and a half. Big, um, big, depending on big Ten. The big, the big, yeah, not Big Ten. Um, <laughs> the, the money, the value uh, is not great just on either side. It's, it's On my side, it's pretty close to even money. I'm not sure what you guys have it at. Minimal. Yeah. I have it. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, I do like the under here. Um, so your locks here are going to be uh, Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. Yeah. Um, you know, guys, guys like that. But you're looking at the back half of the of the round. I think the one pick that kind of turns this for me is Seattle. I think both Zach Baum and Yeder Gross Matos, Dave's boy, um, mm. are first round talents. But I don't think the edge rush need at the end of the first round is there aside from Seattle. And I yep. think they'll take one of them. They can obviously not take both. Um, that's kind of the turn pick. They got a lot a lot of guys who are good who wouldn't teams wouldn't be embarrassed to take. You got your KJ Hamlers, Zach Baum, like I mentioned, guys like that. But you look at you look at the guys that are locks, and you look at the guys. And there's there's probably like twelve or eight to twelve guys that they took. They were taken in the top forty. You could see it, but I don't see more than five going that first round. If you look at consensus mocks, after you get past that fifth guy, it, it gets real ugly. Yeah. Um. So our so we can agree our three locks are obviously Chase Young, Okuda, and Werfs, right? Chase Young, Okuda, Werfs, and I think Epinesa yeah. as well is a lock. See, now uh, I, agree. I, would, I would strongly uh, disagree. I know Troy doesn't. See, I agree. AJ Epines is a first-round pick. I mean, I would say yeah. your tour gross Matos is, is way more of a lock than Epines. So if, if you look at consensus boards, though, dude, like, he's knocking left out of any first rounds. And, like, I'm not crazy on him as a player. Why does, not either. I mean, I think that that's like a sign. Vegas has his over under at 34 and a half. And you see so, him in that's the a good box, point. That's no a good box point. in the first round. So, I mean, I think that's kind of a sign right there that, like, I don't know. Here's my question. Do you think this prop hits of Epony doesn't go in the first round? Yeah, I already bet. Like the over. I, bet, the over. I, already bet, I already bet it, yeah. I bet his over. Oh, I bet his over. No, no, no. I'm saying for the big tw- for the big. Can, can, oh, can, can the five and a half go over without Epinesa? Yes. It can. Who's your six players without Epinesa? Young, Akuda, Wirfs, Gross yeah. Matos, Bon, and maybe yep. like Taylor. Dobbins. Uh, I would be surprised. And if, I'll say, I, say Taylor, Ruiz. You guys Taylor, are Caesar Ruiz, 100%. Um, Taylor, I could see sneaking into the back end of the first round. I, th- I think for the I price. Think, I, I don't. I, yeah. Go I ahead. think the price doesn't make it doesn't make it bettable for me because you're not really. I don't think you're really getting value, value either way. Um, and I think it's definitely a toss up. And I mean, it's it's priced accordingly. I, I, I could see it going both ways. I lean the over. But I might value those players more because I'm a little biased to that to that conference. But um, I don't think there's enough value for me to bet that there. I, I've been on the other side of this too many times. I feel like where I'm, I'm on the over because it's like, oh, I know like four or five are going to go, and we just need six. And, then, yeah, and it's like I feel like you're going to be like this guy yeah, could have gone, could have gone for sure, gone. for well, sure. Yeah, so I, mean, I think it'll be five they're exactly. Gonna, they're going to be yeah, yeah. You know, five or six. So they put it at five and a half, and you got to yeah. But I mean, so I. I think it'll be, and none, honestly, I mean, this is a personal eval thing. None of the, none of those back half guys after the locks really impresses me much in terms of just. I mean, I like the running backs, but the running backs. So it's like you know, and and I agree on that. As, I agree on that guys. as well. But for the edge class not being as great as it is, I mean, Bond and Yetter 
and Epinesa are going to be a little highly like highly valued because of that. No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I think they're both the edge class, the, the I mean, we all know the the dark horse in the edge class is uh, Gamecock legend DJ Wanham. Um, so whoever sneaks gets him in the fourth round is gonna gonna get a real Did winner. Did you say Gamecock Brian Edwards with the highest breakout finder score known to man right now? I'm sorry, you must have broken up there. I didn't, I didn't quite get that. <laughs> the real Gamecock Brian Edwards, Alshon oh Light. <laughs> yeah, what's your hate on him for? Dude, I, yeah, I watched him for. Specific. I watched him for. I watched him for like four. I watched him for all four years, man. Like, I mean, he was an he was an admirable player, but he did not like he. I think part of it was just like his drops came in such big situations and some of the plays he like, and he's not a bad player. I, I don't, I just don't think he's a third rounder. I mean, I guess like late third rounder, which is where he's being like mocked right now. And I think day three type of player. Here we go. Dude. dude Troy's is, Troy's looks like it's like, uh, Troy's making a white claw for the audience at home. Wow. Um, yeah. Troy, please update the crowd when you crack open a uh, white claw. Yeah. You just Sorry crack it open, expect them to know. White claw, black cherry. Went from 8%. 8%. 8%. 8%. It's not eight percent, people. It's not eight percent. It's spiked white claw. We went from rum to white claw. You're gonna have a mean hangover tomorrow. It's killing it right now. I know, dude. I need I need a little sip of sip of the Bacardi. You know. So, so blood. pretty much down it before before Troy asses out here on the pod. Uh, let's get in this. Let's get into some of our favorite um, over under props. These are specifically just players, and I think there's one that we all agree on that I'm going to get out first. It's uh, Denzel Mims. His over-unders at 34 and a half. Um, I'm betting anything under 32 and a half. I, I, he's a first-round pick in my eyes. Um, he dominated the Senior Bowl, blew away the combine. He can do everything. He's six threes, a little over 200 pounds. Um, I don't see how Mims does go in the first round. What do you guys think about that prop? 100% agree. Um, already bet that one as well. Mims under 34 and a half. Ran in the four threes, I believe, at the combine four three nine, I think. Um, and yeah, like you said, six three, two hundred pounds, uh, runs routes. I mean, good hands. He's really do- does everything you want. Um, I think he is probably most likely the fourth receiver off the board. Um, I think a lot of people like Jeff- like between, like Jefferson between him and Jefferson. Yeah, between him and Jefferson. Yeah, um, I think Mims goes off the board first, actually. I mean, we saw a mock this week that had Mims at 15. So, I mean, yeah. you're telling me you're telling me people are mocking him in the in the in the top 15, and we're getting we're getting that many positions on that prop. I think it's I think it's something we definitely want to hit. Fody? No, I'm with you guys. I think I mean the only two knocks on him are like his route tree, which I think is kind of a dumb mo- dumb nitpick, and his right. age. I mean, he's 23, which is obviously older for any prospect, and. Um, so I think those are the only two things against them. But I mean, we've seen guys like Norris mocked him as the third receiver in the entire draft. It's like his big board. Um, so I don't think it's one of those things that's crazy at all. I think you look at how productive he was production wise. I think that there's nothing really look at where you're like, yeah, that's that bothers me. Um, so I'm 100 percent on him in the first round. Denzel Mims 21 to the Eagles. Mark it down. Lock it up. Love it. Um, an extremely close friend of the pod, Sigmund Bloom. Here we go. Uh, follow him in at Sigmund Bloom. Sigs, Sigs, as we call him here on the pod. Not sure he knows this pod exists. Yeah, but... Siggy, Siggy, Siggy. Uh, put oh, Siggy. The other Siggy, Siggy. Yes, Siggy threw up a tweet the other day. Uh, like I said, thanks, Sigs, for listening in, and uh, love to hear from you. Love to have you on again. Um, he said Denzel Mims on Axis that tops out at Cortland Sutton and Brandon Marshall. He's not going to create separation with ice skater precise routes but he doesn't need to a big smooth glider with a threatening second gear who attacks at the catch point And after the catch, how about Marshall running a four, five, two Sutton running a four, five, four and Mims running a four, three, eight. Jeez. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. Man. I, I, don't, yeah, I, I wasn't big on the Sutton comparison. Um, yeah. I mean, not, I he's a like great player. But I, I was, are you questioning? Yeah. Or are you saying are you agreeing? No, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm not big on I'm not, I wasn't big on I think Cortland Sutton wins with his size. Mims can do that, but I think he's not quite as good as it. But he wins with speed on top. So of do you, so right. do you remember when the Ca- Dallas Cowboys announced they were going to draft Cortland Sutton <laughs> twenty picks before Dude. they were on the clock? <laughs> oh, what was that? That was actually the <laughs> one of the most hilarious draft things ever. So the Cowboys literally said they were going to draft Cortland after Sutton. They, and they were one. like first round after of day one, and they said the Cowboys will draft Cortland Sutton in the second round. Like, they were twenty. They were pretty much twenty picks into the second round, and they announced that they were going to take him before the round started. I, I don't know what the logic was, but like, 
So like wait, around that, but it was what two years ago? Two drafts ago. Two drafts ago. So they yeah. drafted. So they drafted. No, one draft. Ago. Second round two years ago. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a rookie last year. No, it was a second, was a second, second season. Year. Second season so, last year. That was the year they they drafted. Uh, I was trying to think. Oh, oh yeah, Vanderash. That was the year Van they drafted first Vanderash. Round Vanderash. So they had nineteenth overall pick. And didn't they not have a second? They did have a second. Yeah, oh, okay. they did. They had a second. Yeah, they took Vanderash. So that means they had the nineteenth pick <laughs> in the second round and announced that they were drafting Cortland Sutton so, before the round started. It was before, it was literally some, some galaxy brain shit there, man. I've um, never, oh my god. <laughs> well, I I remember thinking at the time like maybe they just like predetermine all this and like. They just the draft is just the TV part. Like the drafting, like the trading's already done. All <laughs> I, I they know. told they pre, they pre uh, programmed this with nineteen other GMs saying, "Hey, look, we're we're gonna we're take something. We're, we're taking them. Everyone just look, look the other way. Okay, just look the other way. That was something, man. But but real quick, um, just a couple <laughs> things on Mims. I know last year, I remember probably about a month before this time last year, uh, all three of us were really watching the Senior Bowl hard, and we were just watching Terry McLaurin just light it up. Um, just outclassing DBs, um, catching everything. Dude, I love that. Just <laughs> catching everything. Like you could just tell McLaurin was a stud, and for some reason McLaurin was still going late second round, third round of rookie dynasty drafts. Like, third, like he was going late in mocks, and he went fourth in mine. Maybe he, went, yeah, he went fourth in his. So I mean, fourth, I. Yeah. I it's funny because and, – and I, I had draft capital last year in a couple of leagues, and I still didn't even take a swing on that. And it's like we knew he was going to be a stud, and we just – I mean, I personally didn't swing on it, and I, I kind of don't want to make that same mistake with Mims. Um, yeah. I mean, he was just utterly dominant at the senior bowl and utterly dominant at the combine. And yeah, he's got, really, the, he's got talking, the game tape. He's got the game tape to back it up. McLaurin didn't have game tape like Mims did. It wasn't even close. If we were talking dynasty um, fantasy, Mims would be my wide receiver three. Ooh. Over rugs. Over rugs. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know if that's hot. If that's hot cakes or not. But Mims would be my hot three. Takes. Might be. But um, yeah, Mims would be my three behind Lamb and Judy. Just so anytime of, you could draft an older, slower, overall worse version of Henry Ruggs. <laughs> well, version of Henry Ruggs in any way, shape, or form. So now, will that probably come down the landing spot for you? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I mean, everything changes with landing spot, of course. Especially for receivers, biggest thing. Um, but as of right now, if I had to take one, I personally would probably take Denzel Mims. Obviously, gives you more of a red zone threat, um, just more of an all around receiver. I think Ruggs will obviously give you those huge type of games where he'll go for, you know, five for one fifty and two touchdowns. But um, overall, I, I, I think Mims is going to be a little bit more reliable, more consistent. So obviously, for listeners, you can tell we all love Mims. You can tell there's some indifference on Epinesa. There's another uh, position we're indifferent about, and wait, Dave, real quick before, before we move on, I do have another. There is another one more prop on Mims I wanted to point out. So Ooh, yeah. Justin Shep- Justin Jefferson, Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, and Brandon Ayuk Ayuk Ayuk. Um, so Say the, it one more time. Ayuk Ayuk Ayuk. Sorry, Ayuk. Ayuk. So the first receiver drafted of that group, Denzel Mims has three to one odds to be the first one drafted in that group, which I think is fantastic. Justin Jefferson's the heavy favorite with Higgins and Ayuk as pretty big uh, dogs. But if you think Mims has a chance to go over Jefferson, I mean, three to one odds, I think it's better than that. And that's on, that's on bet online, um, which is, has a ton of props. Shop for your best price listeners. Shop for your best. <laughs> 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 on, that, on that really weird month. On that really weird. Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy. Anyway, I'm yeah. happy you brought that up. I mean, I think it's I think it's fascinating Jefferson and Mims I, and I think they're gonna I mean when we have three weeks to the draft I think they're gonna be battling the whole way. Um, I'm I, it's funny because I remember you said this yesterday, but I'm getting tired of seeing Justin Jefferson mock to the Eagles. <laughs> um, it's, it's like it's just fatigue and like it's almost I wouldn't be disappointed if they ended up taking them, but I would definitely be just like I'm, I'm like making really myself excited. disappointed in it for some reason. I yeah, and like he's a he's a fantastic <laughs> yeah. prospect, top twenty like by everyone's regard, and it's just like eh, yeah. Whatever, like you know, he's not Mims. Incredibly though, you know productive. What I mean? he's yeah, he's just—he's not someone different. Like if Mims was in the same spot where he's getting a twenty-one, and Jefferson was like rocketing up before. There's something like, oh, about <laughs> there's just something about Jefferson that's just not exciting. Like yeah, he's like know, consistent man. and like reliable, and he's gonna—you know—he's gonna be a solid player. But like, 
I agree. There's just something that's like not. And I'll just about. sit here and tell myself, you know, he had Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Clyde Rosler, best coordinator in the country, and like for some reason, I just won't give this guy the props he's deserved. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you need, trust me, I, I best player on offense. I won't, I won't look dumb for this in a couple months. Trust me. <laughs> who, are you trying, who are you trying to tell yeah, that to, man? Those are you. You need a little encouragement. Go read uh, DJ. He's a big Jefferson guy. So. Oh, who, oh, I didn't know you read. DJ stuff. Okay, interesting. All yeah, right. I'm probably gonna switch my receiver ma- my receiver <laughs> ranking. Pretty sure he has Jefferson over Mims, so I'll probably okay. do that soon as well. But yeah, yeah. that's fair. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't already. But okay, uh, just wait. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go here to one more prop. Um, and I was saying we're indifferent on someone. I think it's offensive tackle. Uh, I think it's pretty much there's four studs and there's four. Well, three, I mean, three I, I think there's four studs. Four. Yeah, man. I gotta be Odie, careful saying Odie that. Here we go, dude. You're gonna love. You're gonna love this too. But I, I'll let you finish what you're I, gonna say. So the prop I'm looking at is um, the first offensive lineman taken, and on points bet you can get plus seven hundred on Andrew Thomas. Um, plus sixteen hundred on bet online. Plus sixteen hundred. No, here, wait, what? Yeah. Yes, dude. That's I'm looking right insane. now. Worfs is the worst is e- like uh, even or minus one thirty. Beckton's wow. two to one. Will is four to one, and then Thomas is sixteen to one. I told you guys, Worfs is the best type in the class. Wow. I know, but yeah, yeah. so that's he doesn't he ever keeps his hands in. His hands are on the always on the outside. I mean, a pair of gym there's, shorts is probably the best one, but there's some, <laughs> there's some, there's some, there's some knocks on Worfs. Look, that's so. Great. With Thomas, obviously, I mean, that's even more value than I was. That's like double what I was about to give you guys. So thanks, Fode, for that. Um, what I see in Thomas is he's a three-year starter in the SEC. Started at left and right tackle. Pro-style offense. Um, you can just pull up the Georgia LSU game from late last season. You can just watch him wipe the floor with uh, Troy's boy, Kalevon Chase on. Um, absolutely shut him down. Didn't sniff um, Fode's quarterback, Jake Fromm. Uh, 36-inch arms. I think he's – I don't know if you guys agree with this. I think he's the safest tackle of the four. I think he's the safest I would. Player. I would not agree, but – so I see where safer? you're coming from. I just feel like – I feel like you're – He's also the oh, Come best. on. He's not the safest. There's injury safest. concerns. People think he's a guard. How is that he's safe? Not, he's not a guard. Why not? You're saying yeah, he's he's a could be, He could he's be a guard, people, but he's not Folks a guard. are saying this. So I if you're I using seen a lot of talk. So now if you're using a top if you're using a top ten pick, so this is how this is how I look at it. The injuries is fair, but so I don't look, see look, this is how I look at it. Becton has the highest ceiling, right? Yes. Becton could go to the moon. Yes. I mean, unbelievable athlete. His yes. tape is just his tape, he's just picking people up and throwing them. Correct. And not just like linebackers and DBs blitzing. He's throwing edge guys. Yep. Um, his athletic profile is insane. He's definitely got the highest upside. Correct. And I think he's the biggest threat to Thomas being the first O-line taken because I could see a GM falling in love with that ceiling. Um, Werfs and Wills are kind of neck and neck for me. I mean, Werfs' combine was out of control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Thomas, I feel like a GM in, a to- in like the Giants, like Gettleman, if he's going to take a tackle, I think he feels his offense is like pretty much in win now. I mean, he has a second-year quarterback. He has Saquon. He has pretty good receivers, a good tight end. I think he thinks maybe they're offensive line away. You know, Jason Garrett loves offensive line. Troy knows all about that. Great coach. Um, Fantastic. I, I think Gettleman would feel safest taking Thomas. And I think that's why this value on the first offensive lineman taken is I mean, just, I, think the va- I, I think the value is good. I mean, especially the plus 1,600 or – Whatever it was, fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I yeah. That's. I would be. I would be very surprised if he was the first overall or the first offensive tackle taken. But at yeah, but this, of, this is reminiscent I, of, and Dave Dave remembers this, I believe. Baker Mayfield the night before the draft, fifteen to <laughs> one. Wait, odds. wait, please, wait, wait, please refresh my memory. <laughs> it's slipping my mind. Please refresh my memory. I believe Sam Darnold was like minus three hundred overall, followed by I think Josh Allen, and then Mayfield yeah. was like way far. Like I think my, not Miles Garrett. Who the fuck went second in that draft? Um, that's gonna bother me. In anyway, Baker, long story short, the Baker draft? was no, no, it was Barkley. I think um, yeah. Barkley went too. And, yeah, the, the Barkley, Giants used the Giants used a second overall pick on a running back, correct? Yes, yes. that did happen. Okay, but he had better odds than Baker the night before the draft to go number one. He and did then for sure. It was fifteen to one, and the next day, like the morning of, like 
it was down to like even money. And then he just, yeah. just I remember flying I had, up the board. Yeah, I had I had to bet, that bet in Baker because I saw I saw Albright tweet out something about Baker, like keep an eye out on Baker first overall Browns or something. He really and I just did. went it, it immediately. Albright he was really on, did. He was really he, on that. He really does break some news, man. I mean, a lot of the stuff he puts up is bullshit, but he does break some yeah, news. He definitely does. He's yeah. another friend of the pod, and it's it's good to have You're him around. Him. And we'll have him on soon for you guys. Just stick with us. Give shout outs to the friends. Yeah, I mean, we love we love Ben. We love his work out in Denver and ben. um, <laughs> Benny. Benny, you know, but uh, ben yeah. The bull. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I so so rank the four Troy rank the four offensive tackles. Jedrick Wills. I have Makai Becton two. Tristan Wirfs three. Andrew Thomas four. I got Wirfs. Um, Becton, Thomas, and then a gigantic gap, and then Wills. Really? Wow. No, wow. I was more giving choice shit for that last part. No, Wills is ahead of Thomas. Oh, come on. Like Sorry, that. Man. Yeah, Fody's not a Thomas guy. We know this. Yeah. All right, I hear you. But hear you. I, I'm not. I'm not big on safe, man. I like upside. I got you. So, so, so um, do you have any really, other props? Dude, really, biz- um, real quick, really bizarre. I'm on this one site. And they have every basically every like first round pick like over under and then Evan Weaver over under one hundred twenty seven and a half. That's the only non first round prop they have. Dude, I'm like trying to log back into points bet right now. I I can't believe the disparity on this on this Andrew Thomas line. I, I'm wondering if I read something wrong. I cannot no, it's, believe it's, it's wild. Well, once you get over like five hundred, you can just basically put whatever you want up. They don't think it's going to happen, so like they're just like, yeah, like, they really okay, free money. Um, but yeah, no. One of the other ones I do like uh, quite a bit. Let me find the exact number where the fuck was I just sat here oh cd lamb um i'm sorry not see yeah cd lamb 12 and a half is the over under for him i really really love that under he's got two quarterback needy or receiver needy teams at 11 and 12 that's an mention, under i like yeah that. it's an and it's minus 125 it's almost close pretty close to even money um i, I love that one so like that's that. one i like I love rugs. You guys know I love rugs. If I were a GM, I would have really hard time passing up on, on CD Lamb for one of those guys. Well, it's weird. Like I think GM logic and like just like Twitter like blogger logic is so different. Podcaster logic, um, where it's like you know uh, we like I love rugs. I would like in a perfect world, it's like yeah, I'm ranking him first. But if I'm a GM, I'm probably taking one of the deuces two other guys ahead of him just because I'm it's safer. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. And it's like so. Perceived at least, but anyway, twelve and a half. When, when your job's on the line, it's a little tougher to go out on a little and take a guy like that. Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, so and, I, I and, think, and you want to take better players, so I, I completely understand why you want to take <laughs> Judy and Judy or Rose. I, I, I agree. I, I agree. So um, I, I also love. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna. Yeah, I was just gonna give my thoughts on that. Um, yeah, go for it on the land bet. So I do like it. Um, however, uh, I do think I think Jerry Judy is going to be the first receiver gone. I disagree. Um, well, I could see him being the third. That's where we, I could see it as well. I think any of the, the top – well, Jeremiah said rugs, so I'm going to go with rugs as the third. <laughs> no, so I think, Judy's, I think Judy's going to the Raiders. I really do. Um, and they're 12? They're 12. And I just – I don't know why, but I just have a gut feel that Lamb's going to go to the Niners. And Ruggs oh. is going to go to the Jets as ah. the first receiver taken. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. But I could also see Lamb going – Lamb or Judy to the Jets. I mean, you got so much value there because the Jets and the Raiders, you know, obviously 11 and 12 right before that. And I would see both going receiver. So I do like the under. Um, Guys, you can get on DraftKings right now and you can bet Henry Ruggs to go to the Jets at plus 800. What do the Jets have? What do the Jets have at wide receiver? Okay, they have Jamison Crowder. (laughs) Quincy and Nuwa. Quincy and two stone-cold ballers. Okay. Um, they have nothing really on the outside. I think they just want to get a collection of slot guys for Sam Darnold and just hope he just makes plays down the field. I mean, I mean, they they really have to. They, I mean, I guess they could go offensive tackle, but they just they have to go receiver at some point. I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, they, they let Robbie Anderson walk. It's so, tough. I mean, yeah. And didn't they they signed did they oh they signed a Foods boy Rashad Perryman. Yeah, nice. they did. That'll they do did. it. So that's their three-headed monster. We got Perryman, Crowder, and Anunwa, who's like has a hurt neck every every three weeks. So well, I could, I mean, I know they don't have great weapons, but at least their line is terrible too. <laughs> right, right. Joe Douglas is going to fix that though. Yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah. Three Joe, big Joe offensive lines. But it, it, come, it kind of comes back George to the whole fan. With, with the draft, like, the receiver depth though. I like 
if they take one of the offensive tackles <laughs> in the first round, obviously, like they can get a solid quality receiver in the second round, especially early in the second round. Um, no, they're they're like, like, like mid to late because their second rounders in the cold sands this year, but they have they got the Saints second rounder. They got someone second rounder from last year. They, so they like, traded for so like, it's a little, but it's all later in the second round. So yeah. right before the Eagles, though. So. It's good that the Eagles are in spots where they're probably just going to get jumped for receivers or just people pick ahead of them yeah, like, did you see, every did you, single time. Do you see the Giants? They have four, they have 36, and they don't have anything until 99. Yeah, <laughs> which is good to me. It's good for a rebuilding team. How does that happen? They do well, well, no, it's it's smart, though, because they spent that well, they traded on up. Leonard Williams. They traded yeah. up for uh, DeAndre Baker last year. Which is, which is a great move there. That was good. Anytime you can trade up for a player first, that's not good. He was the first cornerback on last year. Um, yeah, wow. Andre Baker that late, like 29th or 30th overall. Was he, that was, late? was he really? Yeah. Yep, first Jeez. corner gone. Yep. How about the Giants? Uh, <laughs> did you see what Bradbury said about when he's like, he was surprised at how big the Giants' offer was? I would be too. I was well, a little dude, shocked. So, yeah, because Byron Jones didn't get that much better a deal. Like, you could, like Bradbury yep. does well, he can out, yep. he can yep. out earn Byron Jones. Well, over like yeah. four years. Bradbury's average was 15 a year. Byron Jones was 16 and a half. Right, but he's locked in for like four years, whereas Bradbury can hit the market again in two. That's crazy. And like, dude, I would want to be out in two uh, years. He can stay for three. I don't, yeah, that was mind boggling. I, I thought that was the worst contract in free agency. I was, yeah, and I like Bradbury as a player, but he's, I mean, yeah, he's okay. I mean, he's solid. Like, he, you know, he's not going to kill you out there, but 15 million a year is just. Oh, yo! Last year was the last. Oh, sorry, guys. Last year was the greedy Williams draft, dude. <laughs> yes, greedy. yes, it was. Yes. Oh my god! Thought the Browns got steal of the year when they got him in the second round. Yeah, Bradbury, when, so good when did Byron Murphy go? When did Byron? I think Murphy he went go? the first pick of the second round. Yeah, one of the one of the first couple picks. Cardinals, the Cardinals. Yep, he did. I think it was the first pick of the second round. He was. Oh my, my god! My this was a brutal cornerback draft. Greedy Byron Murphy, DeAndre Awful. Baker, Rockison. Rockison's actually a player. Uh, Justin, I think Lean, I think Murphy's a player. Julian Love, who the Giants are making a free safety. Jawan Williams, remember him from Vanderbilt? Yes, <laughs> a fr- oh, another friend of the oh, pod. DJ, another DJ, friend of the pod. DJ, DJ was eye on him. Yeah, another another idiotic uh, move there for DJ. <laughs> Troy, do you have any uh, other props you'd like to discuss? Um, so well, we kind of discussed Wills already. I said he's my number one tackle. He's eight and a half right now, so I like the under. I think there's a lot of offensive tackle needy teams in the top eight. See, if you're going to ask me one offensive tackle that I think could plummet, I think it's Wills. Like, I think Wills could be Dillard. I could see Wills getting into the 20s, and I wouldn't even be surprised. Yeah, I, I could see it happen to any of them, honestly. Not where, I mean, no, not Mecky. Yeah, no, I, I, I see him plummeting for sure. You don't I think it, you don't think GMs are in love with him, man. I can see the draft like the draft media falling in love with him because of his, his measurables yeah. and all his athleticism stuff, but like inside NFL, you know, war rooms, like I think they're gonna discuss kind of like the flaws that he has. And I mean I still think he's I think he's a great player. Like I don't even think his you know, his technical stuff is is that bad. But um I think if anyone has a shot to fall, it would be him. Um so I think Will's eight and a half under is pretty safe. I know you guys are off that train. You guys don't love that bet at all. Uh, but I think the Cardinals at eight definitely need to tackle. The what Panthers is, what is the line? What's the, like, what's the juice? It's it's like minus 110, like even either way. Yeah. Um, I just think he's going in the top eight. I mean, I think three tackles are going in the top eight. So you got, I mean, the Giants at four. You have the Chargers at six. The Panthers. Dave Gettleman's never taken an offensive tackle. He never taken an offensive lineman in the first round any draft in which his is, career, which is wild to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I definitely. And not th- there's a, there's a report out of New York earlier that <laughs> let me read this quote for you. Heads may heads may roll if if the Giants do not select Isaiah Simmons at fourth overall. Heads may roll. See, I was all over the Giants taking Simmons. They can't take a safety there, dude. Well, he's not a safety. He's a linebacker, but <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a space guy. He's a space I was, guy. I was all over that, but um, well, I mean, their free agency signings just 
completely like kind of derailed that. I mean, I not also to, can't not, see Zion going fourth overall. You know what I mean? He's a he's a first overall pick. I mean, Maddie, um, another great friend of the pod, Maddie Miller, comped yeah, Isaiah not, Simmons, who's an off-ball not, linebacker not, and possibly a safety, Miller, to Zion Williamson. Than he uh, than he already has. Matt Miller, friend of the pod. He's Matt not, Miller, who quoted himself for this one. He also created a graphic. If you guys want to check it out on the What's on Draft, uh, the uh, Wix page, you can see, the, you can see the graphics too. posted. He's giving out money every day. So you guys hit him up on Venmo. He's a great guy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, so right, you're I have another one. Now, Will's I, pretty I, much well. It's my, it's my turn, I think. All right, you can go. <laughs> I had I had one more. We wanted to get out. He was he was willing us to, to take that bet. Wow, I had really was. Gonna, this was gonna fire everyone off. He's so. gonna die on that will, man. I am. I'm dying on that will. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fun. Uh, um, no, my mine is pretty straightforward. It's um, it's free money under five and a half. Bama players drafted is minus one minus one sixty. It's basically a bet to trade Diggs doesn't get in the first round, which I don't think he is. He's been left out of most mocks. He stinks Ooh. on top of all that. Um, I think the juice isn't nearly high enough. Now, I, I don't know if I don't know if smell of the prospects is something uh, talent uh, and scout evaluators are really taking. Into. I don't so think this it whole is. stinks thing doesn't really work for me. So the line's five and a half. Correct. Great line. Yeah, five and a half players. Great drafted. line. Okay. Obviously, so yeah. I mean, you have your five. You have your five lines. You have you have Tua, Judy, Wills, Rugs, McKinney. Those five are going in the first round. There hasn't I mean, been five. McKin- I don't think McKinney's a lock. There hasn't been five Alabama's players taken in the first round of the last seven drafts. Stat, stat, and, Elias, and I just Elias and I just stopped there. I just stopped yeah. there at seven I like drafts. The, so I doubted he was even before that. I do. Yeah, I mean, I like the under there because McKinney and Diggs. One of them's probably going to fall out. It's probably going to be Diggs. Nick Diggs Saban is terrible. Has, Nick Saban has also never had a quarterback draft in the first round. Oh, that's, well, I, I think two is <laughs> injury <laughs> concerns. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too um, hip to the idea. All right, dude. Troy, what was your prop, dude? I, I forget now, man. That one just really well. Let's nah, go, uh, baby. <laughs> um, you guys are gonna like this one. AJ Epinesa. We talked about it earlier. Thirty-four and a half. I really like the over. Like the under. Okay, I so really like AJ Epinesa is a first. He's round not going in the first round. Production out of your goal. He has pedigree. He has the same amount of athleticism as I have in my pinky. True. All right, dude. The only organized sport you ever played was for the Belmar Bears as their goalie. I mean, that's not true, but regardless. So okay. you're so you're telling me you, you are the equivalent to the athlete, if not better I'm not than AJ any, You could pull any random human being off the street. I'm not you know, I'm not relating to me. Any any random human being off the street, they probably are more athletic than AJ Vanessa. That's the I mean, dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> he has he has no has his, has his race been determined? Are we going back here? <laughs> he's, he's white. <laughs> okay. All right. So we still don't know what this is here. Um, no. Look, he's a. So this goes back to foods prop with his uh, Big Ten prop, and this this actually he's probably gonna. He's going to probably make or break you, food. Um, I think he's a first-round pick. I think he's got production. I think he's got all the technique. He's an ox. Production's um, there. Um, a, weak, a weak edge class. Yep. Um, you see a lot of edge guys go in the, in the late ends of the first rounds. A lot of teams that think they're one, two players away. Sometimes they just need a little more on the pass rush. Um, I, I would be actually really surprised if he wasn't a first-round pick. I mean, you look you look like beginning a college season last year. He was a top five, top ten in every mock. He was up there with Chase Young with as like edge one. Um, obviously, Chase Young yeah. took over insane, and AJ Epinesa is nowhere near Chase Young. But I mean, people know about him, and I, I think, think he's a great I think player. He's a, I think he's a defensive tackle. Yeah, honestly, if you're going to play him, I think he's a three tech. Um, I mean, he he has no. I just so think he lacks. Still, I mean, that's still worth a first round pick. Look at look at the look at the no, like, it, defensive it, tackle class. I think that's the best. There's other guys I'd rather. Have. I'd rather have Blacklock at the end of the first round. Oh my god, I think you're crazy. I'd rather. I'd rather I would. I don't know. I, I just don't see. I see no speed, no no burst. Um, now, I mean, now, was there, was there juice on this line? No. It was yeah. a. You'd have I to think give, the line. The line alone, over two hundred. You'd have to give me over. For two dollars to take this, yeah, I, I think the line alone solidified me liking the over because I expected him to be at like 
24 and a half, 26 and a half. And the fact that, that is weird. I do agree with that. 34 and a half, I have not, I like, I have not seen a mock where he's not in the first round. I can't, I really can't off the top of my head think even Maurice Jones so drew from him in the first round. Well, he doesn't know what day of the week it is, but <laughs> he's, a, he's an NFL draft analyst, dude. Absolutely. Yes, dude. Yeah, what did he have? Just, I no, I actually st- I swear to God, I did not look at the mock. I saw Justin Herbert first overall. I swear to God, I clicked out immediately. He I did put, not look so at so pick. he. I don't. He put, we, obviously, the headline. Obviously, the headline. Well, he's a friend is, of the pod. So he. Stop. I mean, Maurice, Maurice. Maurice has been on it multiple times, and we love Maurice. But I just I can't I can't allow this. I can't allow him to title the pod Maurice Jones Drew's second mock, and then literally on the on the title it says. Justin Herbert is number one. So yeah, I, obviously, I if you, obviously, out. if you clicked on the mock, you would see that the first thing. But he had to tell you in the title to click on it. He probably he so, probably had four running backs in the first round too. Um, he had Clyde Edwards Hilarious as RB one. She did. So is he the sure? correct the correct opinion? Because <laughs> he's short and he's similar comp to Maurice. And like I said, I love Maurice. I mean, we've had him on plenty of times. And <laughs> I hope to do that in the future. Maurice, show. I know you're listening, buddy. It's great to hear from you. I'm happy you're tuning in. But uh, I just – I can't allow that. I can't allow you to mock Justin Herbert to them and flaunt it to these people reading it like it's ever going to happen because it's just not. You know who doesn't care about clicks? It's is MJD. MJD yeah. just dares you to click on the mock. He, he, doesn't, he couldn't care less. He just put, He's the kind of guy who puts the entire – email in the subject line and you're just like all right oh. <laughs> i'm just reading the subject line now oh and he's like the, like he's yeah. like them treble tweets where he has like three like signatures at the bottom it's like sincerely <laughs> thank you, from, thank thank you. you sincerely thank you thank you sincerely that's that's maurice showing true like i said we love maurice i mean great friend of the pod but um oh, i don't have any more props food i don't know if you have anything else no, I do have a thing at FNS. I, I think oh. that Troy's. I think it's Troy's off base here. I, I think we talked about a guy who's going to be oh, twenty-one please. at the start of the season, assuming it's outclass him on time. Outclass him. Double-digit sacks last two years. Four, four, four forced fumbles each of the last two years comes from a blue blood school. I think you're talking about a guy who's a first-round lock, consensus mock draft first-round lock. I think thirty-four and a half under is a fantastic bet. So we're going to be on the opposite end of that one. I'm probably going to take the under, but I bet the under. Yeah. So we'll see how who wins on that one. Once we hit that pod on April 26th or whatever the day, whatever day the draft ends, I will be the first one to say, I told you so. When so a lot, is in the uh, second round. No, a lot of, I'm just going to leave that these, here. A lot of these props are like staged on teams. Like you'll see an over under, um, and it's, it's literally Vegas saying like what they think a team's going to do or what a yeah. few teams in that range are going to do. Who's picking at 34? Because how is Mims and FNS on the same number? The Colts, Colts are 34. Colts. An, obvious spot for, an obvious spot for both. Yeah. An obvious spot for yeah. both. So Makes perfect sense. I yeah. cannot I cannot see how either of these players are mocked in the second round. It's it's actually shocking to me. Mims, yeah. Mims, I would be shocked if he lasted 34 picks. I would be Gross shocked. Matos is tied to Seattle. Calevon is tied to Atlanta. Atlanta. Justin yeah. Jefferson's yeah. tied to Philly. Um, Herbert's tied to the Dolphins. So it's like it makes perfect Christian sense. Fulton to the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did hear a quote. Um, now, a couple of friends of mine were reaching out to me. There was a quote from uh, Christian Fulton, and a couple sources confirmed this. The last pod that Christian Fulton wants to come home. Um, like we don't really, not, we don't really, from Dallas. we don't break, we don't break much news here on the pod. Obviously, we, we're more of like a reactionary pod. But um, just if you guys want to make some money and you can find uh, exact landing spots, Christian Fulton to Dallas. I mean. He wants to come home, so I know Jerry wants to make that happen. Jerry's really all about his players, you know. Never a me guy is Jerry, so something I could definitely true. see happening. It's definitely true. All right, I have one more before we move on. One more prop I want to throw out. Please there. give a, please give the listeners another loser, Troy. Thank you. One, you know, one more. Win. Also, this is free. This is free we're not money. moving on. Draft pod. It's a draft prop pod. We're not free, moving. We're gonna on. move off free, 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 mo- free money for who? The book. Everyone. Free no, money free, for what you donate. Money for whoever for. Everyone that's listening out there. Okay, Troy. Free money. Let's hear it, pal. You guys are going to agree, so I don't know why you guys are giving me heat right now. You haven't Troy's going to go over one and a half on Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> Under two and a half, Chase Young. We're close. You guys are minus both 10, close. Minus you 10, guys are 000. both actually really close. But we're going to go under three and a half, Tua. I think it, it, it's one of the oh, easiest bets. Come on now. I absolutely love it. So you have I a team trading up for Tua? 100%. And what team is that? Either the Chargers or the Dolphins. Okay, it will, no, it will be so, off the board by two or three. So, what's the juice on that? 
I don't believe there is any. I believe it's all both minus one ten, three and a half. It okay, might be. So there might be a little bit of juice. Might be minus so one thirty. Think he's going to go with the third pick, third pick or second pick? Either one. Oh, okay. So you don't have a okay. No, okay, no. So look, I'm going to trade back. If you're back, saying, if you're saying there's no, if you're saying there's no juice to this. I think for everyone listening, there's probably a better way to attack this, and I think it's to go to like exact landing spots. I mean, if you think the Chargers are trading up to him, you should bet on the Chargers to trade up for him. Well, I can see the Dolphins also. I think the Dol- Dolphins are the most, the most likely. So the Dolphins are at minus 150. The Chargers are at plus 275. Yeah, um, the, the, Jag- the Jags are plus 800, which there's the no Dolphins way they're trading up to him. Sure. It's also very obvious what pick I think he's going to go. If, he's, if he does go before three, it'll be the third pick. I don't think the Washington's going to trade out of there. I don't think teams are going to target Washington to trade out because they know About they're content with Young. The Lions okay. are going to ask for a lot less because they can probably trade back to five or six and still get a Cuda. Right. Or no, I agree. I think three. Site. I think three is is definitely the most. Like, so like you can get three on this site for on Bet Online for plus one sixty five. You could probably get that better somewhere else too. Um, so I think I, I think if you agree with Troy, um, which says a lot about you in the first place, but if you agree with Troy, <laughs> uh, plus, sure. take the plus money on the like third pick. Instead of taking the under on the because the under is baking in the possibility of the first and second picks, which are probably not going to happen. No, how about so, this? I can, about, I can see ahead. the second pick though. I think the Reds prop. Oh, you think you could see him in the second pick as well? I could. I really so, good. DraftKings is offering exact outcome of the first three overall picks. Yeah, um, the, this as well. The favorite. What do you guys think the favorite is? What do you guys think the Burrow, Chase Young, and Tua? It is think, at plus, okay. plus two twenty five. You can get Burrow, Chase Young, and Tua. Yeah, I think. That's I mean, and I mean, we're all in agreement that one and two is locked in. So if you well, think no. they're going to trade I up, I think for... Tua could go two. Th- oh, okay. You think Tua could go two? Could do. So we have Burrow so, Tua. We have Burrow Tua Chase Young at plus three hundred. See, that's not ah, not worth it. It's not, not worth it for that juice. I think it's see, possible, now, but I don't think it's worth it. I'd rather go Chase Young two and then Tua three for the two hundred. So Troy, would you then bet Akuda over four and a half? Yeah, he's not going to go to the Giants. Yeah. How can the Giants use another first round pick on a quarter? But if, if yeah, yeah I, th- yeah, I think there's value there. I really do. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, if you, if you feel like Tua is going to go third, I mean, if you, then or even second because the Lions I would are be shocked at that point. Tua did not go in the top three. You well, I, would, I, I wouldn't at all, man. I would be shocked. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be shocked. I could see him going anywhere for the. I mean, obviously, second, third, fifth. But I mean, Dude, you, you got to figure Tua someone's going to for him. Bro, right. Tua is is very imperfect, bro. Like he, he's his really tape is, good. His, he's really good. His tape is is good, but his size and his injury history are big concerns. I don't think a team like I mean, Miami's got got picks to play with, but they're still good picks. I don't think a team's going to say to their and the Chargers are kind of receivers as is, and they're great drafters. And the Chargers have done a really good job last few drafts. Um, but long story short, I don't think a team's going to. I think they're just going to weigh them out. I, I think the Lions are going to try and keep teams up, but I don't think they're super excited about trading back either. And I, I think, think trading up three to two. I think trading up. I think two they would is absolutely. I think they would absolutely love to trade back. The Lions. The, the Lions. Lions. I think they would absolutely love it. You get Okuda Simmons. Trade back to five or six, you still get the same person. We got to remember though that the Lions had a second round smart. pick. Like they're, they're a not. bad organization; they make idiot. bad moves every single year, yeah, so tra- they'll find a way to probably but... ruin this. Yeah, but, I mean, they, if they sit there, they could sit, they could sit there and take Okuda, but I mean, you trade back to five, you still get them. I, I don't know. I, I think you add add at least a second round pick for them to move up for Tua. I think the best thing is to just sit there and say, "Look, we're happy." Like even if they're not. Left them into taking a, a position player that's not a quarterback, and say, you know, hey, look, we'll, we'll wait. Like I think the Chargers might be okay with Herbert. Like, yeah. the Dolphins might be okay with Herbert, which is the real wild card here. That um, so I think both teams are like content with Herbert. But they're like, no, we'll just wait. No, I might be, be speaking like from my own opinion. On I just see like the quarterbacks as the top two tier, and then just a huge drop off. Like I see a huge a, a huge drop off between two and Herbert. I think the three of us all do. That definitely likes Herbert more than more than us. Um, I think Herbert. Someone someone put it put it well. Herbert and Delta are like the opposite. Where it's like if you describe Herbert to somebody, they're like, "Yeah, he's great," but you watch him and you're like, "Oh, not really." And if you describe Delta to somebody, you're like, "Oh, the missed tackling problem is going to be huge." But if you watch Delta play, he's a stud. So it's one of those things where it's like it, the tape guys are going to 
be lower on him than than the you know stat the stat and like arm and like combine guys. But right. I don't know, man. He, I I don't think he's got it. So I think I think a good way to close this out is kind of just to say that you can find really good numbers on a lot of these props. I mean, this is one thing that I really think Vegas is kind of late to the party on. I mean, we've we hit. I mean, I'm not trying to toot our horn, but us three have hit a lot of draft props at a lot of good numbers. I, I don't think this is something that Vegas is really, really like hammering. Like, I think I think they're pretty much just as confused as most people. Yep. I mean, you look at you look at this is just really quick. I'm not gonna go into a whole other prop, but just first wide receiver drafted. Judy's a favorite at minus one ten. I already don't agree. CeeDee Lamb's plus one fifty, Henry Ruggs is plus two seventy five, Justin Def- Jefferson plus sixty six hundred. After that, Higgins, Mims, Rager, and LaVisca Chanel are all plus ten thousand. Vegas doesn't know. That's why they're giving you those four, those four at the same spot. Although we may completely think that's crazy, seeing T. Higgins and Denzel Mims with the same odds. I mean, it's it's something that I think if you really take the time and dig into, you can really find value and make a lot of money through this. Yeah, they definitely. I would agree that draft is something that they haven't uh, totally nailed down. Well, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just forgetting from past years, but they typically don't come out with this level of, and it's for obvious no. reasons right now. But they typically okay. don't come out with this until later on. Right. So the value's there now, now. They typically don't come yeah. out with this this much stuff at all. I mean, DraftKings yeah, last year was like not even close to all the you know all the offerings they have now. But I mean, that's that's also sports betting as a whole. Like everything's sure. kind of expanding. But I mean, there's. I mean, I'm telling you, you go on DraftKings, pick by position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. You can pick the first. Everything off the board. If, if you like something, they're, yeah. they're offering it. Points bet, DraftKings, bet online. I mean, there's, there's, it's out there. So, like, with that receiver one, I mean, I think Lamb is like really good value there. I can't believe um, that. I can't yeah, believe I mean, they have I'm, Judy I'm is first. Very surprised. I mean, I think Judy is going first, but I think it's a, it's close to a toss up between. It's funny him. because a couple months ago, Ruggs was like 700. I think it was like right around the combine, t- combine time when Ruggs was 700 to be first wide receiver taken. Yeah, and he's now what four? Well, I he's plus two seventy five yeah. on there. Two seventy five. Wow. Yeah, because your boy DJ said he DJ, wouldn't be surprised out, yeah. if he would get taken first. It's all it DJ's kind of DJ's kind of clickbaity though, man. He loves that. Wouldn't be surprised. He's no, never he said does that love anything. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he does love that. Covers that's a, that's a draft Twitter favorite, man. And they love to not be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> For like but, every mo- every prop we've said, I've started with. I would not be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> It's just to completely cover myself when I am surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, Dave's boy, Evan Silva, um, has said this in Another a number of, of occasions. Pod. Another friend of the pod. Um, hey, that they don't, doing, buddy? they don't have high limits on these on these props. Like they, right. For them, I mean, a few grand here and there is, doesn't really move the needle for them. They know they're probably going to win on these anyway. So they, to Dave's point, they don't pay a ton of attention to these. So there's def- there's value to be had, and they kind of just kick things around, man. Like you do, if you use any kind of logic at all, you can you can definitely make some money on this. It's one of those where it's like the house always is going to win in the end, but I think this is one where they're just going to kind of give you a few some some extra value and just kind of let you run a little while, but because they know they're not going to get bang- bur- uh, burnt on it. Excuse me. So yeah, just kind of echoing what Dave said. I-, I basically just repeated what Dave said. There's no <laughs> I like point it, man. I like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Um, always a pleasure talking to you guys. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We'll all be tweeting it out. Even the, uh, especially Key, Key will be tweeting us out as well. Um, He's a friend of the pod. Nah, Troy, I, nah, not a friend. Key, more more an acquaintance, I would say, not a friend. He'll be a, he'll a be friend a guest, of, like a friend of, like you like invite him everywhere, and he'll be he'll be a, guest, he'll be a guest. Shout out to everyone that gave us a listen last week as well. Um, stick with us. We got a lot of a lot of big things coming for you guys, especially if, on, especially if we stay on time, man. Uh, nice thanks guys for tuning in everyone everyone stay safe out there uh much love